All right. Hello and welcome, Just a Family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, creator, and founder of the Women Supporting Women Network and Just a Live TV. Today, we're going to be talking about feminism today. I am absolutely excited for this topic. I think that it's a very much needed topic in society today. Um, today's episode has been sponsored by a Phoenix Identity and Women Supporting Women who are asking you to just join a support group. So Women Supporting Women is a support group, a network for women by women to really just give you that opportunity to build each other up instead of busting each other down. It is a private support group for women by women. Um, we also have the Butterfly Lotus Company, which helps you take a Phoenix journey, or sorry, not the butterfly. Oh, see, I can't even talk today. Never mind that one. Let's just women supporting women. And I can do that because they're both mine. Um, so we're just going to leave it at that. Women supporting women, join the group, uh, the Facebook group. There's a lot coming with that group. Um, in the near future, we are creating an entire network of resources and podcasts and shows specifically for women by women. So go and check that out uh, and join that group for the updates. Um, Please like, follow, and share the show on your social networks. We are on just about all of them. Go like and um, subscribe to our newsletter at Just Alive TV. And if you would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me. Um, I'm going to hand it over to my guest co-host today, Desiree Wolf. Hi, thank you so much for having me on the show. I am so excited for today's topic. So just a quick introduction of myself. My name is Desiree Wolf. I am the uh, founder of my own company, Slightly Unfiltered, and I am all about empowering women and really supporting women and being a cheerleader through my brand, which is the foundation of why I started my business was to help support women to find their voice so they can be more confident and bold in everything that they do from motherhood to womanhood to careers and, and relationships and all of the things in between. So today I am just extremely pumped to have this conversation with you and I'm very excited to support your business and your mission as well. So thank you for having me on the show. You're very welcome. We're going to have to talk about women supporting women after this episode is done. Um, yes. All right. So you and I, I, I love the fact that your business is called Slightly Unfiltered. <laughs> I love that it's called that. Um, there's uh, at certain times, I'm not going to tell you when, but at certain times in my life, um, I always tell my husband I'm plugged and unfiltered. <laughs> so leave me alone. You don't want to hear what I have to say right now. Yep. Um, I I have I have a very strong voice and I have a very opinionated voice, but there is a difference between how I express that voice to other people. My opinions and my voice are my own. And when especially with this conversation that we're having today, and this is why I'm really saying this, is these opinions that I share are my own. They're not meant to judge others. They're meant to bring awareness of what feminism looks like today and how it is going down a negative path, in my opinion, and in Desiree's opinion. So that's what we want to really focus on sharing today is what it means, what it's become, you know, and, and how we can really focus on equality and empowerment and not what, what feminine feminism is becoming so 
Um, that's what we're going to do today. What, what are you excited about for today? <laughs> I think, well, I'm most excited because I think this is an important conversation. I think there are, uh, just as there are with any topic, you have the extremists. And then you also have the people who are under the belief of the extreme. Um, and so what I mean by that is you have this group of people who think femini feminism is yucky because it's the man hating bra burning, you know, we need to support our husbands, so we need to keep our mouths quiet. I could never be a feminist. That's too extreme. And then you actually have the people who are walking in that extreme, the man hating, the, the shaming of, you know, women who support their men. And I think we need to talk about this because there is a safe middle ground of what feminism should and could be. And I think if we bring awareness to both ends and both extremes, we can start to open up and have more safe conversations about what that middle ground is. I think that people forget that, and, and whether we go into the spirituality or, or the mindset behind it, this is going to be an all over the place about feminine, feminism. Um, as a spiritual teacher, I, one of the things that we have to have masculine and feminine energies, we have the emotional, we have the strength we have, you know, I was, we were talking about, it's been raining cats and dogs the last two weeks here. And we've been talking about, you know, mother nature. And I'm like, why mother though? Why is everything like my husband turned around and he said, oh, mother nature must be pissed off or something. Right. And I'm like, why is it emotional connotation though? And I think feminism started as equality, right? And in, in, in equality. But when you're talking about equality, we have feminine and masculine energies. We have dark and light energies. We have our volatile vindictive sides and then we have sweet as pie sides. We have multiple layers. We're like onions, right? Like there's, there's always different layers to us. And that's men and women. But in, in my view, feminism today has become about domination, about tr instead of it becoming, um, I want equality because I'm on the same level as you. It's been, oh, hey, I want to degrade you and demean you the way that you've done to me over the years, right? And in that sense, I think we're actually, you know, underneath their level right the women who are degrading and demeaning and just the 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 masculine haters and they're living in their masculine energy and they're actually if you've been subjected to abuse of any kind whether that is you know um misogyny or racism if you've been subjected to any style type or or mechanism of abuse you know what it feels like you know what it feels like if you're fighting for equality why in the hell would you do that to somebody else that's not equality that's yeah. that's retribution and revenge and vengeance i think a lot of that too just to go a little bit deeper i think a lot is that a lot of that is fear so the you know the the women who are tearing the men down I think they're fearful that they still haven't reached the level of equality they were originally hoping for. So what happens is, you know, it's kind of like you're you're climbing and you're climbing and you're climbing and you're hoping that you're going to get to level seven 
where the next person is, but you just can't get there. So the best thing to do in a lot of these people's minds is, well, if I can't get to seven, I need to knock them down to five where I'm at. So instead of trying to figure out how do we get here, it's I want equality. I can't get here. So that means I'm going to have to pull you down. So it's equal on my level. And so I, I think that turn i think the fear turns into the anger and you know the 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 negative actions like you're talking about where you're trying to it almost become abusive to bring the same to to bring the people down to your level instead of you trying to figure out how to get up to the level that they're at or their level that you want to be yeah and that's the thing and, and i'm glad you mentioned victim because victimization does that right victim mentality yeah. does that you yep. uh, we're already at that level, right? As individuals, as human beings, we're already on that equality level, right? We're already there. We're taught to bring ourselves down, right? We're victimized to bring ourselves down, but we get a choice, right? We get a choice of, hey, you know, I'm not gonna do that to somebody else. And you're right, there is that fear of, I'm not gonna be up there. The thing is, we already are up there. We just don't believe we are. Mm. right those people who are doing that it's either you know there's some that are hey I want to be the voice the voice of equality and feminism and that's great and use your voice absolutely to to promote equality in in the sexes and the genders and and all of it but don't you know at the same time that negativity and that anger and the that's unresolved like there's unresolved issues there that aren't allowing you to completely utilize that forgiveness, the, the ability to have equality. We're women. And I'm not saying men don't have this because men have just the same, not completely, physically, not completely, but emotionally, mentally, uh, spiritually, men have the same conditioning or the same levels we do. They are able to empathize and sympathize. We are able to forgive, right? And if we're so hurt that we can't forgive and we're just working out of a place of anger, that's not going to help the cause. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I really like how you brought up uh, the feminine, feminine and masculine energies because, you know, on the cusp of, of gender equality and gender neutrality and, and not to, you know, take the conversation down that path. I think we still need to recognize and honor that those energies exist regardless of what your societal gender, you know, has been for you or, or where you're placed on the, the gender role scale. I, I think we do need to honor that every being has these energies every conversation has these energies and there has been this stereotype for lack of better word of who is supposed to have the separate energies well men are supposed to be more masculine and women should be you know more feminine you know and it to me i think that's where a lot of the confusion and resentment lie 
is you're not fitting the box of what society has said for so many years about what being a woman should be like. You're not fitting the box of what a man should be like. You know, you and I had before the call had discussed the the whole Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thing. I mean, this is a perfect example of feminism and masculinity in opposite roles. If you look at the way that Amber Heard carries herself, she's very masculine in the way that she tries to overpower conversations. She tries to uh, carry herself in a very um, masculine way for you know la lack of a better phrase. And I think she she tries to control the conversation in what most people would consider to be a masculine manly form. Um, and I think, you know, this is just a perfect example of, of Johnny is, is now on the receiving end of the, the abuse that we typically see in reverse roles. And so I, I think it's really interesting that we have to continue to explore, well, he's the man so he must be the abuser she's the woman so she must be the victim um we we need to continue to talk about what the these two energies of feminism and masculinity actually are really bringing to the table versus just man versus woman exactly. and so uh, th this is a this is why i think this conversation is so important and what when you were like let's talk about this i was like yeah this sounds like it'd be fun and the more i thought about it the more i'm like yes this could be fun <laughs> Well, and it is the equality, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Ms. Vasquez, I can't remember what her first name is, but Johnny's lawyer. Yeah. He made a comment. And if you, like, I watched a good, a good majority of the trial, um, at least the last week of the trial. I watched a good majority of it. And if you heard all of the tapes, all of the recordings, the text messages, now, first off, I want to say, and here's equality in abuse, sexism, um, sexual harassment. I'm, I'm going to touch on those three. Is if Johnny was the one saying in those recordings, if Johnny was the one saying those things to Amber, the conversation would be completely different. Yes. But because it's Amber saying it to Johnny, it's acceptable. So, and that's what leads me into this. So we got the we too, Me Too movement. We've got Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. We have a lot of, now I'm, domestic violence is domestic violence. And I absolutely support men and women who are victims of domestic violence and sexual abuse. Absolutely support it. My question is, is that you see, um, I'm going to give you an example of my own children. I have two boys and two girls. And I was, my, my son came over with his girlfriend and my daughter started hitting my son. And I said, what are you doing? And she goes, well, I said, no, I said, that's not okay. I said, if you are willing to hit somebody, man or woman, girl or boy, if you are willing to hit somebody, you better be ready for them to hit you back. I said, I don't care whether you're a girl. I don't care whether you're a boy. You need to understand that if you're going to hit, you're going to get hit. Yep. It's that equality, right? Um, you look at the way, the way Johnny Depp was texting about Amber Heard, right? Everybody's like, you could think that he was the abuser by his texts, right? And calling her names and 
and what he was going through. But think of any woman in a situation where she's getting angry and she's getting abused, whether it's verbal, physical, mental, sexual, it doesn't matter. She's going to lash out. She might not lash out to her partner, but she's going to lash out to her friends, her family, her, you know, at some point she's going to lash out. The things she says are not nice. Right. Right. So why is it okay for a woman to bash a man, but it's not okay for a man to bash a woman? Why is it okay for women to hit men, but men not to hit women? I'm not saying that, you know, we should be allowed to hit anybody. Obviously, physical violence is never the answer. But we teach our children, our sons, never to hit a woman. What happens when they're the ones being hit? Right. Why shouldn't they be able to defend themselves? I know I have family. I'm a big girl. Like I'm a big woman. <laughs> when I hit, it hurts. <laughs> like, right. 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 Um, if I'm going to hit, I better be willing to take a hit. And, yes. um, one of the other things is, um, you touched on, on, um, masculinity and femininity on, you know, uh, the different expectations for both. We'll touch on those in a minute, but there was something else I wanted to say about the, the Me Too movement is it's just, it's, why is it okay for one and not the other? Right. The, right. And, I, and, and I've actually, this, this is conversations that I've had with many friends and family, both male and female. It's the, it's the double standard. You know, we, it, the double standard lies everywhere, especially in dating. How, why is it okay for a man to date a younger woman, but a younger or an older woman dating a younger man? No, you know, it, it, that's not okay. Or I, we have these double standards. And I think that's where, you know, to bring back what is equality is we need to, we need to examine where are we letting certain things slide and why are certain things not okay simply based on your gender role and that's why you know that's why i want to have these ty- these kinds of conversations because we need to really start examining why are we putting up with it from one gender and why is it not okay for the other gender you know and and i think we also need to step away from this necessarily pointing fingers at one or the other and and this is this is kind of my stance you know on the on the Johnny and Amber thing and I don't I don't want to beat this to death too much because I I think a lot of people already are but I I think the challenge with situations like this is they are both they are both abusers and they are both victims in, in my opinion, I think to what you were saying, there is this retaliation that's happening. I think there was abuse happening. And I think, I think Johnny got to the point of that he needs to now, he's trying to figure out how to get the hell out of it. It's, they, they have both gotten to an extremely toxic level in their relationship. And they are now just retaliating at each other to try and one up the other one. So that's where I think I think they're both in the wrong. And I do, to an extent, think that they are both victims. Um, I, I think this opens up an interesting conversation that you were that you were just talking about is why 
you, you watch any crime show, any crime show about, you know, murdered spouse or whatever, and not even murdered spouse, just, just, just people ex- escaping bad situations. And 90% of the time, it's the focus on the women leaving the abuser. The woman is the victim. And I think this whole situation happening with Amber and Johnny is now opening the eyes to a lot of people that the women can be just as much as the abuser, just like you were saying. And I think we need to we we need to remember that when it comes to both sides of the thing. You know, the Me Too movement is the exact same thing. I also think that it's important to take a look at this this whole situation where we're victim shaming with the Me Too movement. I think a lot of that started to happen. This is conversations that I had in my own house with my partner. Well, that happened 30 years ago. At what point do you just say that's just the way things were versus we need to continue to have these conversations so it doesn't happen again in another 30 years? Because what happens in 30 years when someone goes, well, that's just the way things were in 2022? Well, it's just going to be history repeating itself. And so we need we need to continue to examine both sides and look at it objectively, knowing that if we want to take a look at what equality really means for women, we need to understand what women are also capable of doing on, on both ends of the spectrum. Love that. And you've just reminded me of that other point that I said that I wanted to make and I totally (laughs) forgot is the men, right? Sexual harassment, sexual harassment in the workplace, sexual harassment outside of the workplace. And I understand that majority of the time you'll see on social media that men are the ones sending the the inappropriate pictures and, and all of that. But if you're walking down the street or you go to a bar or you're walking down the street and there's like a group of women who are, you know, having fun, they're out with their friends, they see a hot guy or somebody who's attractive to them, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? They all nudge each other. They all point. They all, you know, yeah. It's it's interesting how often women catcall. It's interesting Mm. how often women will look at somebody else and judge their entire head to toe appearance say i like that i don't like that i like that i don't like that but if a man does it he's fat shaming he's you know all of these things sexist he's misogynist he's yeah but yeah but women do it all the time and that's the thing about feminism and equality that that pisses me off it really does because it's not equality i think And we as parents, now I'm a mother, I have four children. I do my very best to, and and I've made mistakes, absolutely, but I do my very best to treat um, each of them the same, like individually, right? And show them equality. We as as parents though, and, and not necessarily our generation, because I think our generation is starting to really make changes in this way, but I don't know how many men I've worked with or had discussions with who've been told, man up, grow some balls, uh, mm-hmm. crying's for women. Um, you're not entitled crying's to Crying's for sissies, yep. Don't. How many men do you know, and, and this is an excuse for abuse, but 
abusive people and we did this in in one of our our videos abusive people have been abused they have their own mental health mindset emotional issues that they're dealing with now that doesn't excuse the abuse because they should be getting help mm -hmm. what it does though is it's understood amber heard yeah. has some emotional issues right like if she's an abuser she has emotional issues there are issues right. in there maybe it's a lack of control of her emotions but if you grow up think about this so i have two daughters right one's preteen the other well just about teen the other one's eight those girls walk down the hall and they're like i don't like it and i'm like who do you think you're giving attitude little girl like who do you think you're giving that attitude to right and it's like my husband i'll go oh it's that time of the month i'll be like mm -mm, you did not mm -hmm. just go there you did right. not just go there right but a lot of people women included a lot of people will let women slide because they're emotional right the attitude, yes. the abuse, the, the verbal abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse that women portray, especially to each other and men, is acceptable because we're emotional. Mm. Mm -hmm. Then you get men who don't know how to control their emotions because they were never taught because emotions are for sissies. Mm -hmm. So what do you expect to happen? Right. You've got depressed, anxious, um, overwhelmed, don't know how to cope with their, their emotions, men who either resort to physical violence, whether that be, you think of boxing, uh, working out, then they get addictive behaviors and then they become, you know, addicts or they become abusers because they don't know any other way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think you bring up a really good point of the equality of emotion, we could call it, you know, for, you know, maybe that'll be the title of my new book. <laughs> um, I think, I think no matter which side you're on, to an extent, emotions are bad. And we need to break that. And I think that's a generational thing. And I do think, I do think we're getting better about it. I think, you know, our generation and the next generation, I think, we're understanding a little bit better, but I do think there is a huge stigma around emotions. And, you know, to your point of what you're saying, oh, you're just emotional is an excuse, or, you know, you're, you're, you need to be a man, you can't be emotional. So what are we supposed to do with these emotions? You know, what are we supposed to do with these? I'm not allowed to have them, but I have them. So instead of saying, tuck that away, we need to have the conversation of here's how I'm feeling. And I think that is going to open the door of understanding each other better. Yep. What are your emotions? Why are you feeling that emotion? Right. I, again, I have four children. The first thing that I tell my children when they're in a bad mood is listen, you are allowed to feel whatever it is you're feeling. If you're mad at me, you're allowed to be mad at me. I'm okay with that. I don't, you don't need my permission to be mad at me. Mm -hmm. I'm totally fine with that. But you don't get to take it out on me. 
Right. I said, you need to learn how to work through your emotions. You need to know how to feel them, how to understand what they are, what they mean, how to process them and how to remove them. Yes. When you're done with them. Right. And I'm, I can be a very volatile, volatile and vindictive person. I could potentially be an abuser. I'm not, but I could be, I have Mm -hmm. that potential and I know that I have that potential. And so what I've done is I've learned how to control myself, my emotions. I work through them. If I'm feeling angry and I'm feeling backed into a corner or I'm like a, a coyote, right? Fight or flight. If I can't flight, I'm going to fight. And my, when I get into that headspace, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you feel. I don't care how badly I hurt you. My mission is to hurt you more than you've hurt me. That's, and I can go to that level. So what I've done with my children is, and my husband, he hates it because he likes to finish things right away, um, is when I'm in that mode that I've been pushed too far, I say, okay, I need you to walk away because I need to put myself on a timeout. Mm-hmm. I need to calm down. Otherwise I'm going to say something or do something to hurt you. I'm giving you fair warning that I am at that point. If I'm pushed a little bit farther, I can't control it. Right? Like I'm at my limit of control. I need to walk away. And then I walk away and I'm trying to teach my children that, that you have capabilities to process those emotions you can learn how to process them so that you're not taking them out on other people, right? My daughter comes home the other day and she says, mom, I went, I was on my way out for a cigarette because I'm a smoker. I was on my way out for a cigarette and I didn't say hi to her, but she didn't say hi to me. So it wasn't like, uh, I, I, I didn't ignore her, but I go for a cigarette. I come back in and she's like, you didn't say hi to me. And I'm really mad at you. And I said, hold up. I said, okay. I said, so one, neither one of us said hi. So you can't be mad at me for not saying hi to you when you didn't say hi to me either. So I'm saying hi to you now, right? I said, secondly, you had a bad day at school, didn't you? She's like, yeah, how'd you know? I said, because you're taking it out on me. I said, if you'd like to talk about your day, absolutely, I'm here to listen. If you need time to calm down, absolutely take your time to calm down. There, we as a society, male, female, non-binary, it doesn't matter. We need to learn how to control our emotions. That's why I said I sponsored with both of my, two of my businesses today. Because the first one, women supporting women, we need to be building each other up. And we're going to get into that in a moment. But the second one is because we need to learn our emotions. We need to learn who we are. We need to learn how we react, what our beliefs are, and how to control ourselves. And that starts with our emotions. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think, you know, some of the best thing that, that we can do is recognizing where we're feeling to begin with and sit with it for a minute. And often, and this is what I try and explain to my husband, (laughs) often when I'm in that bad place, I just need five minutes of you saying nothing about where I'm at. And, you know, like, like you're saying, step away, give myself a timeout. Most of the time after that five minutes, I've moved on. 
However, if you want to make comments about how, oh, I must be, you know, it must be that time of the month, or I, that, now, now the five minutes just turned into probably five hours of me being pissed off. Yeah. So I, I think, I think it's important that we just take that first step of recognizing. Yep. And it's really funny that you bring up the, the, the women empowering women. I spent several years in the network marketing industry. I started off on the corporate side as an event manager, and that is a 90% women industry. And it was amazing to me how many women were so busy looking at the other women around them as the competition, instead of realizing if we worked together, we could actually get farther. And then, then when I left network marketing, I actually moved into the coaching industry and my God, the, the female bashing in the coaching industry is incredible incredible for all of these women who are supposed to be about bettering yourself and self-improvement my goodness they were some of the most catty women I've ever met in my life mm -hmm. and, and I think that's where we become our own worst enemy on this whole quest for equality is we have to stop beating each other up in order to work together to move forward yeah. and that there's a lot of that not happening um pardon my language but um, you've got like the positivity movement, you've got the spirituality movement, you've got all of these movements that have come up in the last five, six years, mm -hmm. that all they've done is created bypassing. And that bypassing is an excuse to be a dick. Like, that's exactly yep. what it is, right? Yep. I, since I started my practice, and I started my coaching practice six years ago, five, six years ago, it was when Chris Betting, uh, Chris Cornell and Chester Bettingfield committed suicide. And I was like, I know how to help these people. And I started coaching. And I've always been about starting with the negativity, starting with the what you're feeling, working through that, learning what's good for you and what's not good for you, what you want, what you don't want, right? We need to, to focus on that negativity. But there's a difference between letting it control you and you controlling it, mm -hmm. right? Yes. There's yes. a huge difference. You can learn to control it. And so when I first started, it was like, I, I was always like, this is what you, you know, that you should be focusing on what's making you upset so that you can move forward, you know, trauma healing, all of that. And I remember I got this one woman, she private messaged me and she said, you are like, causing quite an issue and I said what are you talking about she goes do you know how many people are talking about you behind your back right now I said why she goes because you're negative I said I'm not negative I'm pointing out negativity <laughs> right right well and you know what that that's probably a whole we could probably do a whole yeah. another hour on this topic of of looking at the negativity there's this whole <laughs> there's this whole movement of and I love my, I love my law of attraction people. I really do. I've studied law of attraction. I get it. There's a lot of it that I agree with. And there's a lot of it that I put into my daily practice. However, I think there is a whole lot of people out there that if you don't recognize the negative things that are happening, life is so much better. The challenge is you can't get 
there from here. If you're sitting in the negative space, happiness is out of reach. It's not until you recognize this is where you're sitting that you can even start to move forward. Exactly. And, and there, there's a lot of people out there that oh, you can't talk about. You can't talk about the the low part of the emotional scale because then you just sit there. And that's BS. You have to recognize that that's where you're at in order to move on. Yeah. It just goes back to what we're saying about what we're teaching our kids, what we're teaching, you know, what we're teaching our husbands about recognizing that we're that where we're at in the emotions so we can move forward, not ignoring them, trying to pretend they don't exist. And I think that's where a lot of this whole equality I think that's where a lot of it comes from is they're too focused on just being angry and not figuring out how do we move forward from this? So you have the two sides, you have the sides of the don't look at the negative because you can't, you can't be happy if you're looking at the negative and I, I can't move forward because I'm too stuck in the negative. So that's where, you know, to, to pull it all back together. That's where conversations like this are so important because we need more people in the middle space. We yeah. need more people figuring out, okay, I recognize the, the past. How do we move forward together? And that's exactly, you know, I actually started because I have the capability. I, my superpower is I can turn any negative into a positive. I watched a video about that today. Actually, a lady on TikTok was absolutely livid about people saying that they're grateful for their trauma, right? And I'm like, okay, I get where she's coming from. Absolutely, right? I always per- I always do like a precursor. So I don't want anybody to experience negative trauma. I don't. I don't want anybody to, but it's a guarantee. everybody in this lifetime doesn't matter who you are what you believe what everybody goes through negativity but when you can take that negativity and say i'm smarter because of that or i'm smarter in spite of that you wouldn't (sighs) feminism is about equality but it's also knowing that we are stronger because we were beat down. Maybe not because, but, and maybe not in spite of, but if we weren't beat down, we wouldn't know our worth. We'd be just like everybody else. Yep. Right? Yep. You learn your worth, your identity, your beliefs, your everything from going through struggles. And feminism is that struggle, that lack of equality is that struggle, right? Now, we can create a society of equality using feminism, using masculinity and saying, how do the two intersect in equality? But society is just not doing that. No, and, and, you know, to something that you said earlier, in many ways, we're moving backwards because of the extremes, Mm -hmm. you know, I think the, I I think people are stuck in the anger, the, the man hating, how can we bring them down? um, You know, that kind of mentality, instead of how do we keep lifting up? We're, we're, we're 
desperately clawing at the moving forward while kicking our feet, kicking the dirt out from underneath us, sliding back down. Yeah. It's almost like being stuck in a, in a victim mentality. I've, I've done a blog post about that on victim mentality. It's one of my favorite topics. Um, you're right though. We do get stuck, right? When we've been victimized by that lack of equality or by any, any way, shape or form, we've been a victim. There are people who there's kind of three different ways that you can move through being a victim, right? Um, the first is staying stuck in that victim mentality where for the rest of your life, you're a victim, mm -hmm. right? Where you're only a victim in that moment. The rest of the time you have a choice. Now, the choices that you have are one, empowered to anger. And I think that's where feminism is right now. It's empowered anger. So instead of empowered healing, you're now angry. And you found your strength, but you're using it to hurt. Mm -hmm. You're not using it to better, right? right? And then there's the empowered healing. Where empowered healing, and that's not a spiritual term. It is literally just empowered healing where you go from being a victim to being empowered and saying, I lived through that. Mm -hmm. I experienced this horrible situation. I lived through it. Now I can help others live through it. or you know, now I can see that my own strength, so I'm never going to be a victim again. Or, you know, I, I'm not saying you, to, you absolutely have to forgive your, your, you know, abuser or whoever, but at the same time, there is that level of, you know, holding on to that and, and allowing it to continually feed that anger. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think there's a difference between when it comes to forgiveness. Yeah. I think you, you can, you can forgive you. There's lots of people who have learned how to forgive their abuser or forgive somebody that did them wrong or whatever. And then there, there is another side of that, of forgiving yourself for mm -hmm. holding on to it for too long. That has nothing to do with, that person or that situation itself it's about recognizing inside of you that you have grown from it learned from it whatever you need to do and forgiving yourself for holding on to that victimization or that anger or you know whatever it is that you carried around with you forgive yourself and then you can move on. You don't have to forgive that person. You know, if, if, if it's not in you, then don't do it. Yep. But there has to be some sort of forgiveness in yourself and the way that you feel and what you've been carrying around with you in order to move forward. Now, don't get me wrong. I think sometimes you have to get angry. Oh, I think absolutely. that's just part of that emotional scale of, you know, like I'm saying, you can't get there from here. You, like sometimes you, exactly you have to go through it to be able to move past it but I think we're still I think a lot of people are still stuck in that anger angry again cycle yep. you know every time something comes up that is going to threaten equality you know whether it has to do with legislation or new laws new you know anything happens like that I think 
a lot of reaction for a lot of people is I'm angry again. I'm pissed off again. And as long as you don't unpack and live there, I think it's a good thing. I think it's, I think it's progressive. We have too many people who are unpacking at anger and staying there and making that their way of life, just being angry. Yep. I want to add on to your forgiveness though, because that's actually something I wanted to mention. So I'm really glad you picked on that one is not just forgiving yourself for staying in, in that anger and in that victim state, forgiving yourself for putting yourself in that state. Mm -hmm. You know how many men and women hate themselves or just absolutely um, self-deprecation and, and self-sabotage because their trust in themselves are gone, mm -hmm. right? Yep. If you've been in a domestic violence situation, and that's, that's the thing, how many men and women are told, or women more especially, well, you were, look how you were dressed. Right. Or, You're the one that put up with it. Yeah. Or look how long you stayed or right. that even for men and, and the comments are more geared towards women, but even men, men are embarrassed. If, if you yep. have a man who is in an abusive relationship and he's the one being abused, he's the victim. How embarrassing is that for him? That yep. must be absolutely and utterly embarrassing because you're supposed to be the masculine, right? Right. But at the same time, your mom and dad told you you never to hit a woman. Right. So right. it's like man up, man up. If you get hurt, get over yeah. it. Yeah. And, and that's not okay, right? Yep. Men should be absolutely and and utterly entitled to heal and grow, just as women. Um, and to air their grievances, right? Women, you, you see the amount of women who stand up and air their grievances. And then there's men who do it, but then again, they're sexist and they're misogynistic and they're patriotical, like, uh, or patriotical, not, uh, yeah. <laughs> Patriarch. Yes. Um, and they're standing in their masculinity, but when women stand up, they're standing in their masculinity. They're not standing in their feminine. Yep. Right. Because if you look at the difference between the two, feminine is emotional, it's creation, it's, it's passion, right? Where the masculine is power, it's providing, it's, you know, strength, right? Done the strength, right? Yep. We all have that. Look at women who give birth. That's huge. Everybody's like, oh, uh, my daughter said it the other day. She's like, um, grow some balls and I'm like no why would you want to do that I said grow yep. a vagina those things are hard as hell to break like you know yep and yep and it is we have strength you think of everything and and I'm all about empowering women you think of everything women endure physically mentally emotionally verbally every day we are strong and that comes down to our masculine energies, right? And men are just as easily hurt as women. Yep. Like yep. my agree. husband, uh, my husband even, you know, like he'll open up when he's feeling unhappy or if I've done something that's triggered a, an emotional response in him, he says, you know, like, I didn't like the way that that felt. Or, you know, you hear my feelings saying that. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, 
you know, and it's taking accountability. We have to take accountability that women can be just as aggressive. Women can be just as abusive, just as we're asking for the world. We're asking for the equality. And in a lot of cases, a lot of women are asking for the power change. But when it comes to equality, it's putting us on the same level. It's understanding and acknowledging that I'm entitled to everything that you're entitled and you're entitled to everything that I'm entitled to. And I see you just as well as you see me. Yep. We need to remember that the key word is equal. Equality means equal, not better than. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people get that mixed up. I think they, they want the power shift in an unhealthy way. And I think we need to remember that on both sides, you know, for the, for the people who don't get equality, we don't want to take over. Although there's some days that I think it would be a good idea. We don't, we don't want to be better than we just want the same as you. That's, that's all equality is. We're not, we're not, we're not going to knock you down. We just want to be at the same level of pay, same level of respect, same level of opportunity, same, you know, all of that is what we want. And I think the toxic feminism that's happening today is the mindset that we need to be better than. And, and that's where I think it's a very dangerous, slippery slope. It absolutely is. And I think you're 100% right. We do need equality, right? Mutuality, mutual respect. I love that you said respect. That is huge. Mutual respect. Like, who doesn't want, want that? Right. right. If you go into a relationship with somebody and you say, you know, I want this and I want that. They should want and and expect, you know, what they, what they need. Exactly. Right. And people just don't see that they don't. And, and it's, it's terrifying and it's sad. And we're growing up. I see videos of little boys in beautiful unicorn dresses, and I absolutely love them. But then you see those same mothers online saying, I don't like you because you're doing something I don't like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not specifically any, any mothers who did that, but. Right. Right. But, oh, I see. I see it happen all the time. Yeah. I see it happen all the time. Yep. And let's get out of the, the masculine, uh, like the women against men, but even women against women, Right. We touched on this a little bit, and I want to finish off with this because it is so very important, is just how badly we we don't, right? Um, Women are horrible in equality. I I will take full full responsibility. We suck at equality, right? I'm going to take this show. Go ahead. We can't even be equal amongst ourselves most of the time. I just want to jump in there. We can't even figure out how to be equal amongst ourselves. Yeah. I, starting the show, right? I have very strong boundaries for the show. And when I, if I don't show up to a meeting, I feel horrible because, and, and I've only haven't had it happen once, but 
if I don't show up to a meeting or if I'm late to a meeting, I feel horrible because if somebody else did that to me, I would be livid because I have very strong boundaries for the show, right? But again, I have three things that I ask my, my co-hosts or my, or my guest speakers, right? Like the, like the show on your socials, share it with your audience and show up. Literally all I ask, right? And the amount of women who can't or, or don't do that is yet they, it's, it's such a, it's a dynamic. It, it you know what? It, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. I think it comes down to we have to respect ourselves. We have to we we have to get better at communicating. Period. We have to get better at communicating. I think that's where a lot of this is coming from. It's assumptions, um, and, and we we just have to really take a look at ourselves. Of why are we tearing down this other woman? Why didn't I show up to that meeting? you know, and ask ourselves, how would I feel? The, the, the golden rule, do unto others. Yeah. That is one of the core things of being on the same page, that that whole equality amongst ourselves is we have to quit thinking that we are better than. And on the flip side of that, we have to figure out why we think we're less than. Yeah. I love the golden rule. I love it. I tell this to my kids all the time. I'm like, and, and that goes hand in hand with the hitting, right? If, if I'm willing to hit you, I better be willing to get hit back. Like yep. it's, but it, it goes so much deeper than that. So much deeper than that. And I think that there is also the expectations in any relationship, acquaintance, anything, there are expectations. You need to clearly express what your expectations are without any it's like if you give somebody money right if you asked me hey melissa can i have twenty dollars right if i give you twenty dollars i shouldn't have the expectation that you're going to give it back right secondly i shouldn't expect that when i need twenty dollars that you're going to give me twenty dollars mm-hmm None of us are the same, which means none of us are willing to do the same. I always say it's a moving. So if my girlfriend or, or whatever was moving and said, Melissa, I need your help. We're doing pizza and beer. Come over and help us this day. I'd be like, right on. Absolutely. Let's go. Right. I'd be willing to do that. But if I asked and said, hey, you know, we're moving. Can you come over and help pizza and beer, whatever it is, right? And they're like, no, I can't get mad at them for saying no. Can I be upset? Absolutely. Because that's my response, but I can't hold it against them if they're not willing to do something. Right. Right. There is a huge communication block that with that equality doesn't mean that everybody's going to do everything that you would do. Right. That's that's understanding, understanding the expectation you have. Yeah. Is a lot of it. Yep. And I, th- I think that all goes back to the communication. Yep. Well, because you have to communicate that, right? Equality and feminism. It, communication is so huge. But again, the communication that society is seeing right now about feminism is the negative communication. It's mm-hmm. the anger, the victimization, the Me Too movement. I am all for the Me Too movement. 
But how many people, and I'm going to say this, and I might get flack, but this is, again, my opinion, how many people in the Me Too movement are actually in the movement, and how many of them are trying to, how many actors or actresses have been completely destroyed over the Me Too movement? Maybe something didn't happen. Right. But yep. I'm, that's not victim shaming or or saying anybody's lying but how much media and i know that a lot of people are very big on media right now how much media have has the me too movement gotten yeah right i i think i think the the media and even our own government is on a mission for dividing us they get more out of it. It's more controversy, more views, more, more votes. If they are, if they have found a way to be an extreme and, and, and really putting us to us against each other, it, it, it makes, it makes for more exciting news. And yet here we are it's kind of like the whole women supporting women thing. We we make a bigger difference by working together. And that sounds so cheesy and so like cheerleader-ish, but there's a greater, there's a greater power in numbers if we can figure out how to work together to move forward versus pointing fingers at who's right or who's wrong or uh, you know, getting so angry that you become blinded by how to fix things, which is where I think a lot of, I think a lot of America is, we've been pivoted against each other, uh, you know, to be so angry about what the other people are doing that we've lost sight of what's actually important to us. Um, and I, I think the same thing is happening on all sides. I think it's happening, you know, with, women against women it's happening with women against men it's happening with uh you know victims against abusers and and it's it's becoming sensationalized to be angry it's becoming sensationalized to be a victim and and i think number one it's gross number two more of us need to be aware that that's what's happening yep look at the karens okay and and i'm not that's you watch TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram Reels. You watch all of these videos. I don't know how many videos I have seen in the last six months to a year that are staged. Oh, yeah. Absolutely yep. staged. Like yep. You watch a Karen in her natural habitat. And trust me, there are. You know, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. There, there are some, some people who deserve that title. Um, but then you see staged Karens and it's like why yep. just to get notoriety yep. just to make people yep. more incensed and more angry like that's not okay yep and I love how you said women supporting women can my actual network is called women supporting women can network because when women support other women they can do anything they can change anything they can be anything and again, it's like, 
everything is just this big assumption, this big, I'm better than you. Um, one of our viewers says Amber Heard is a true feminist. That's not feminist. That's, well, in my opinion, Amber Heard is, is how do I word that? Um, I, I don't want to say anything mean or defamatory about her because I, I you know, she, she does have issues, but I think yeah. that's, again, I think she has issues that she's never dealt with that cre created her to be an abuser. And I think she's utilizing her skills as an actor to portray a victim. Um, and I, and I don't believe that she is, but when we're talking about true feminism, it's equality. It literally it is all about equality, not I'm better than you, not I'm going to degrade you just as much as you degraded me. It is equality of everybody. And that's what yep. it should be. Amen, sister. <laughs> um, yeah, so if every, everybody watching, um, our sponsors today are Women Supporting Women Can, and this is a network that I've created all about, you know, women supporting women and judgment-free, safe space to be who you are, to express who you are, to ask for help, to complain about your partner or, you know, share your wins. And there's a lot that's going to be coming with this network. So go click the link for the Facebook group. Um, I am in the process of doing the website and creating the platform for it. Um, and a Phoenix identity. If you are having trouble with being a victim, with being stuck in that mentality, with not knowing who you are or being in that negative space, I can help you with that. Go take a look at a Phoenix identity because that is what I do. Um, thank you so much, Desiree. Is there anything like you'd like to add before we go? No, just th thank you so much. I, I, you know, I've said this multiple times. I said at the beginning, conversations like this are so important, especially with women, especially with moms, a anybody who is struggling to feel like their voice is being heard. We have to continue having conversations like this. Um, you know, like I said, it's the foundation for what I'm building my own business on. So I just, I applaud you for, you know, making this a safe space for women like me to come on and be able to talk about this and just share our thoughts and our feelings on topics like this. So thank you very much. We need, and I appreciate that you've seen that. I really do, because that's what the show is all about. It's sharing our different opinions and knowing that it's okay. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to have different opinions. It's okay to have conversations that aren't easy and it's okay to feel <laughs> and, you know, experience emotions and negativities. Um, I was just asked, why am I not supporting Amber? Last time this person checked, she's a woman. Um, it's not that I'm not supporting Amber. I have my opinion on, on the case, just like everybody else. Um, I think that Amber, you know, needs to talk. And, and needs to figure out what, what created the situation that she found herself in and, and do something different. So that's, that's my that, opinion. That question brings up a very good point. And then I promise I'm done rambling. Just because she's a woman does not mean, just because we are on the feminist movement does not mean we support all women. There are women, just like there are men who are, 
not correct or not just because you're a female doesn't mean you're the winner of the situation simply because we support the feminist movement equality right exactly there exactly women who women and men who are abusers women and men who are stuck in their own their own thought processes and their own beliefs and can't support each other um men and women who are struggling and and trying to overcome their thoughts that's different it's the feminist movement is all about equality and when a woman is abusive or a woman is bashing another woman or that's not equality that is i'm better than you and that's that's not the feminist movement so um, and I'm not bashing Amber Heard. She has her own shit to deal with, <laughs> just like the rest of us. Um, That's right. But but I don't think that that abuse in any way, shape, or form is acceptable. So I, I am I, I am Team Johnny on that one. Um, all right. Well, thank you again, Desiree, for joining thank me. You. I really enjoyed this episode. I want to talk to you after. So uh, meet me back in a in a few minutes, and because um, I've got some ideas for you. All right. Thank you, Just a Family. This has been our episode today. Feminist, fem, feminism. I always have trouble with the word feminism today. If you like this episode, please go like and follow the show. We have today's episode 70 of the show already. I know. Um, so go and check out our other episodes. You can find them on YouTube. You can find them on our website at justalivetv.com. Go and follow us on our social media accounts. We do need a lot more love on Twitch, TikTok, and LinkedIn. Excuse me. Uh, so that we can go live on TikTok and LinkedIn. Oh, look at the hiccups. And yeah, like and follow us. Go and sign up for our newsletter at justalivetv.com. If you'd like to reach out to either myself or to Desiree, you can do so. Our links are in the description of this episode. Um, you can also find this episode on the website. It will be justalivetv.com um, and then a bunch of slashes. So I'm not, <laughs> not going to go into that. Uh, but you can go and find this on our website at justalivetv.com. If you would like to be a guest speaker or if you would like to be a part of the show in any way or you'd like to see a topic featured, please reach out to justalivetv.com. I am Melissa, your host, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.